Well, shoot, let's start this off right, man. So, welcome to the More Than a DJ podcast. I'm Chris Karma. Man, so, we got a special guest today. We got the pop star, <laughs> Lil Zell. Lil Zell in the building. What's good, man? How you doing out there? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Young Zelly being in the cut. <laughs> oh, man, I, I think we just gotta, we gotta hit that right away. Pop star. So, is it was that something that you was like, you know what, I want to be a pop star? Or is it just kind of like, it, it, it just started happening just based off of the music, the traction? Um, so, it was more so like, I mean, I I was starting music, like rapping. I went through all sorts of genres and stuff, right? I mean, I even got into pop and stuff at one point, and I did R&B, it wasn't sticking, you know? And then it wasn't until I like mixed a whole bunch of genres and created my own with LMK that I found what I wanted to do, you know? So, I mean, most people classify it as pop, but I classify it as my own genre. I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I think... It, I call it me. Right. No, I think I think that happens sometimes with artists. Um, you know, you know, you have people that are calling your music kind of like EDM. Um, you know, you got some hip-hop influence in there. So, it's right. like, it, it's you. It's who you are. Um, and so, I think where music is right now anyway... You have so many different influences uh, in, you know, whether it's the production, it could be the, the, the drums um, or it could be even the, the writing styles. You know, I feel like globally music is getting to a point where it's not just like I think first it was like there was West Coast hip hop. It was East Coast hip hop, Southern. Then it was going across the, you know, across the pond to like in England and in Europe. There was a sound. Now there's Afrobeat. Then there's Latin everybody's right. fusing this stuff together now. So I think that's perfect. Like you have your sound. That's what you, you know, it's what right. you want to do. You exactly. Know? You know, influences come from everywhere. You know, I just try to take a little bit from all this stuff because I mean, I grew up Hispanic. So it's like, I, I even have some stuff in the, in the vault that represents stuff like that. So it's like, I just take my sounds from everywhere. If it sounds good, it sounds good. That's, that's pretty much right. what I mean. And so you have some of your, um, you know, your influences growing up being like the, the Chris Browns, the Drakes, um, the Jeremiah's, the Browns, and things the like Drakes, that. The Jeremiah's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I even hear that. I was listening to Let Me Know, um, oh, yeah. the single. I was listening to that. And for me, I, I'm, I'm a music lover. And so I pay attention to those type of things because those are some right. of my favorite artists as well. Um, right. Not only from, you know, them being an artist, but it's also like them being producers because they they're also producers. They write um and you know they they write for other artists as well um and right. so I, I hear that um do you see yourself do you have like a list of like you know people that you, your dream list like if right. you could like sit down and be like you know i want to work with and collaborate with you know these artists what would your like top three or four be there's so many there's so many but i mean a lot of people know that the number one like collaboration i mean most people yeah, yeah. I, most people think that they can guess it, but my number one person I want to collaborate with is Dua Lipa. It's weird, but like most people think it's weird, but I'm a fan, bro. <laughs> who? I, who you know Dua Lipa? Oh, so I did this remix of uh, Dua Lipa's. I'm trying to remember the song. It was a couple years ago. Um, dang, I can't remember. It was it was like but one it, of her hit singles. Uh, was it One Kiss? No, it wasn't One Kiss. Uh, Man, anyways, me and my boy, we did a remix. We uh, did a production remix. Um, and what drew me to that picking that song was it was 
I don't know. It was how she was singing. It, it was. It wasn't like your normal arrangement yeah. in the song. You know what I mean? It's a vibe, bro. Yeah. No. It. It. it, it and that's what drew, draws me to sometimes music. For me, I started off doing like playing hip hop music. Um, but I also would listen to other genres of music, whether it be I might find me a song that I like in country. I'll find me a song that I like in, um, you know, dance hall or something. But, right. you know, I like to listen to artists where, I don't know, I, I just find a connection, whatever that is. It could be the beat. It could, it could yeah. be how they're singing. You know what I mean? And that's what Dua Lipa was one of those artists. So that's dope. You know, yeah. would you would you say, would you want to, uh, like, perform on the record together? Or would you actually, like, would you no. want to do something where you produce for or write for or something? Like, what do you see? Anything. Anything. <laughs> anything, anything, bro. If I, even if I just helped her just say one line in a song and, and she sang it and I was just like, wow, look at her. She's singing my line. <laughs> then I'd, be, I'd be satisfied, man. Okay. So you, do you have like an approach to, to your, um, like your writing? Is there like, like do you do something? Do you do, you know, like, do you have like a ritual or something? There's something that you try to do every time because you found success in it um, when you're approaching uh, your, your process. Right. So like going into it, like, I mean, let me, I, it starts back like when I first started music back in junior year. I mean, I had experienced writer's block a lot back then. And it's, I feel like writer's block for me, at least was more so uh, a confidence thing. You know, I feel like I was always in my head. I like thinking about what people would say to this line or what they would think about this. And that's how I feel like I triggered my writer's block. So then now I developed the approach of, honestly, just say what you want to say and you can't care about what anybody else wants to say. Like, like you can't care about what they think. That, that's that's kind of my approach to things now. You know, it's like, say, how, say what I want to say. And for me, at least, I know that we reached the time of music where some songs typically are all over the place and some songs do have meaning and some, song, some songs tell stories. And my approach right. is I like to make my songs tell stories. So I tend to speak on a lot of the things that I experienced in life. I mean, of course, I, I alter it a little bit sometimes because, listen, some of my songs sound like I went through crazy, like the mud, like, like not the mud meaning like, like lifestyle, I'm talking like heartbreak to the fullest. Like, yeah, I've been heartbroken before and it was bad, but it wasn't, like, I'm sure there's somebody who's seen worse, you know, but it just wasn't a pleasant feeling. But no, my 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 approach is, my approach is just, listen, man, just however you're feeling, just, just say it, you know? Just, just put it out there. Just put it out there, really. Like, there's no, there's no really like, I mean, I guess one ritual is like, if I hear a good beat, I don't listen to it. <laughs> That's crazy. I turn it off. I mean that makes sense. I mean, if you're not connecting with it, why even why even move forward? What was not your like, um, no, like if I hear if I hear a good beat, I turn it off. Oh, like, for a good oh gotcha. Okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. If I hear a good beat, I turn it off. I don't want to hear it because I feel like all my ideas will start flowing and then I'll just like I'll lose it all by the time it comes to record. Okay. So what was like what was your um so that's your you're saying that's kinda like uh your approach. You have you've had writer's block before, but it, so it can kind of change. You can have different inspirations um for different from different moods different songs what can you say you know how did those the records you know let me know and m and you come about so like, what, was the, what, was, what was your approach so, so my approach on those were exactly the same you know just speak on how you feel but like the story behind them are genuine stories you know i went i went i went through well speaking on lmk um 
I mean, if you just listen to the lyrics, it's me telling my story. You know, I went through a time where I, you know, I parted from my ex-girlfriend. I, I missed her. And that, that was the whole consensus of the song, you know? Like, it, it started with, lately I've been missing you, to the, um, what's up, I've been calling you. And she's like, I can't get to you. Like, the stuff like that, you know? Like, I, I was sad. I miss you. I called you. You didn't answer. Damn, you're hard to reach. What are you doing? I don't know where you're at. Let me know. I'm confused. And that's, that's pretty much how LK came about. And then M and U was, it was really, it was going to be directed at one per, at one person, but I made it a generalized message for those who are insecure. For those who are insecure. Um, I know in the song I did say girl and like he, I, I mean like she and made it like gender prominent, but I mean it's for everybody if you're feeling insecure because I know a lot of people who, who do experience insecurity because I mean we all do. But I know there's a, there's some people who experience it at like extreme levels. Is this song is basically to remind you that like you're not alone and you are perfect the way you are. Because that's how I start. That's how I open the song. You know, you're so perfectly imperfect. Because I mean nobody's perfect, but you are perfect the way you are. So right that's on. pretty much what that that right song was trying to remind people. I like that. You know, and, and I, I want to go back to, I want to take that and then go back to like you were saying you had writer's block. Um, and that's like you were saying that's like it was one of your insecurities um, right. that kind of was you know you know sparking that, and so right. you being young in the game, um, what are the you know how do you look at each level of success you get like the things that you have to change whether it's dealing with um, you know insecurities or just trying to have the right mindset. Cause you see, you know, you sound like you have a really good head on your shoulders, and you and you know you're aware of right. not only your emotions, but you know how those things can um, connect with other people. Um, so how how you know just moving through this, how are you able to, um, you know, just like stay focused, but also know that you're gonna go through some ups and downs. Um, you're gonna have certain feelings. And I think it's cool right. for you because you can put that through music. But, you know, how, right. you know, when you're not able to do that or whatever, like, how do you feel like, you know, you have um, just I mean, like. I, I, I could say, like, I feel it would have been a lot, but I'm not going to lie. I feel like quarantine kind of gifted me a cushion because I know had we not been locked away in, in our homes with no interaction or with little to no interaction with the world or one another, I feel like things would have been moving a lot quicker. So everything being remote is allowing me the time to just chill back and watch everything unfold. Like I see everything unfold, you know, like as opposed to like when LMK started going before we all started locking down, everything was moving fast and I was just confused. Like about like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting all this attention now. And I was just like lost at first. It was it was exciting, of course, but at the same time, it was scary because it's like you go from a regular person who's just chilling, making music in the room, to all of a sudden people are putting you in this spotlight, and now you're just like, oh my gosh! And it's like that's everything you wish for when you become an artist. I mean, or I mean, for me at least, like that's the goal. You want everybody to know who you are, listen to your music, but it's like, bro, like it happens like that. It happens like that. Like you don't even see it coming. Like it goes from like. 100 plays to 100,000 to 150 to now you hit now you had a million now you had a couple million and everybody's all eyes on you and like it's pretty much how I stay focused is 
I, I do my best. <laughs> quarantine gave me quarantine gave me the cushion because I I am I am one who like when I was younger I never got overwhelmed and I still don't like I I, I buckle down and I and I figure out how I'm gonna tackle certain things. But I mean, sometimes you know I'm a regular person. You know I I I can experience anxiety. I can be like, oh my god, that's a lot. But it's it's normal. It's normal. You know. I just I do my best. Um, I'm the one who goes and speaks to my parents. I speak to those who I trust, and that's how. That's pretty much how I stay focused. I come. I gotta hear it from somebody to tell me that I'm gonna be alright. You know. No, I think that that makes sense because you you know if you have a good circle around you, people that you trust that you can go and you know just talk to, vent to, um, and just kind of get those you know emotions or thoughts um out. It can it can ease things, you know what I mean, I, and especially like I feel like you know these last what six seven months um, being um, in quarantine and things like that. There, it, for a lot of people, it's been hard on them, um, but for a lot of people, it's also been a blessing, or they've been able to find a blessing in some of the in some of the darkness. Um, and you know, with you, you it, social media is crazy these days, man. It's like it's it's you know you can like you were saying the success is quick. You know, it can be quick and, you know, it seems like social media has helped you a lot um, and especially, you know, moving your song into the, you know, the positions like each it seemed like each week it was just going up and up. It was climbing, it was climbing right. Right. So was it, you know, like I was saying with social media, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, you have those those platforms where now artists can, you know, just you can be you know, one follower one day and then a million the next day. Um, so for you with that, like being in the music business and then you have TikTok, right? Do you, do you, do you battle with, you know, making sure you're not, you know, being labeled the, the, the TikTok artist or something like that? Um, and I mean, you haven't, but right. is that something that you're conscious of? Um, and how I mean, do you think how do you think those two worlds kind of you know coexist without that happening? I mean, it's not really something that I battle because like I feel like if I if I went to battle with all the stuff that people say about me, it's like I'm gonna be living here and I'm gonna be fighting a brick wall because at the end of the day you knock one wall down and then somebody will come and say something else and now you're just constantly knocking these unnecessary walls down. You know, it's like. They're going to call me a TikTok artist. Why? Because I, I consciously, an artist of two years prior to TikTok, didn't know where to place my music in order for people to see it. I put my song on TikTok, and TikTok is where it got exposure. So now all of a sudden, I'm a TikTok artist. So no, I was an artist who used TikTok to promote his music. And TikTok loved the music, didn't see TikTok artists. They saw, wow, this is a good song. And, and push the song, you know? So it's like, listen, if you want to call me a TikTok artist, like, because I'm an artist who blew up because of TikTok, then call call it what you please. I mean, like, if that's what you want, I guess. But I know who I am. I was making music two years before. I dropped two projects. Nobody heard of me. I put it YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Club Penguin, if I could. Like, <laughs> bro, but TikTok was the one that gave me the exposure that I wanted. So it's like, I guess I, I'm a TikTok artist and I'll, and I'll own it. I don't, I don't care. 
it has to be similar to when artists were like, you know, SoundCloud rappers or whatever. Right. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, your song, if, you're, if you're rapping and your song blew up on SoundCloud and they're calling you a SoundCloud rapper, like, okay, like, I've never heard of an Apple Music rapper. Right. It's just a, rapper. It's a, yeah, it's just a platform. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a platform that will get you to where you want to go. Now, if that right. happens I feel like, to be... I feel like those terms, those, like those terms, like those names are just like people's way of like knocking some sort of success down, you know? Right, they're trying to sun you a little bit. They're like, hey, man, you're a TikTok artist. You, you know, you're a SoundCloud artist. And then, you know, there's so many artists that have started on those platforms, but then, you know, they become more than that. You right. know what I mean? So right. it's, I really think, all, I think, it's really all in the artist. It's all in the artist to decide whether it is you want to be that TikTok artist or you want to be the artist that you dreamt, you dreamt of prior to that. Right. So social media, that's so, so TikTok. In the social media period when it comes to music has has been a blessing it sounds like 100 percent. it has been a blessing i mean for me and many other artists that i am now closely linked with that are also excited at the fact that the platform blew their music up because it's literally so easy it's like on youtube and stuff it's like you're battling with billions and trillions and on TikTok, don't get me wrong, you're battling with millions as well. But that, like, I don't know about the, if it's the algorithms or whatever, but or at the time that I joined TikTok, but the moment you, I posted on TikTok back in the day, it's like you're exposed to the millions immediately. And yes, you are on YouTube and stuff. You are exposed to all these people. But it's not the same. You know, it's like TikTok will put you on the main page immediately, you know. And I'm not sure how the algorithm works, so I can't really speak too much because I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant. But I mean, like, okay. Like they, they put you on the main page where everybody it works for it. you. Whatever Every, is every, doing everybody it. gets a fair shot though. That's what right. that's what I know about the TikTok app. Everybody gets a fair shot because there's some people who post some random video and it goes up and they're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? You know. But if you post it on YouTube, that's not happening. So it's right. like it's it's the app is a blessing. It, it's blessed my life, many other people's life. I mean, I we've seen people on the app go from zero to kicking it with the Kardashians. So what are you, a TikTok celebrity? Like, no. Yeah, you use TikTok and it, and it gave you, like, leverage. I don't know what exactly. else to call it. So that's the success of social media. What about, I'm just going to get to it, the controversy. <laughs> At, you know, Addison Rae. Uh, can you, let's, just, let's just hop into that. Um, can you, yeah, just give us a scoop on that, man. Like, can you explain <laughs> that for us? Addison Rae. That's funny. Yeah, that was the reference that I just made to right now. The, you know, that's the reference that I just made right now. She went from zero to kicking with the Kardashians. Um, Addison Rae. It was it literally, it was just business. It was just business. That's all it was. Like, I dropped LMK. Um, it had like a million streams in a week. And I wanted to take it to the next level. I mean, it was my first time approaching TikTok and trying to you know, make a trend out of myself. And um, we contacted Addison, her team, and we we got it we got it together and she did a dance for us. The song took off and thanks to her I'm in the position I am in today and there's really nothing else to it. <laughs> there's nothing else to it. You know what the thing is it's just social media, you know? Social media can take one thing and flip it into another. So what I did was I played social media's game. I flipped it right back, you know. You flipped it I, right around, man. Right, right, what they wanted. I flipped it around for them, and it's 
if, if this is what you want, then I'm going to give it to you. It doesn't mean it's real, but if that's what you want to see. So when you were doing it, you were doing it, but you were also helping me while I was helping you be happy, you know? And there's really, but like now, the many times that I've been asked, you know, like really, there's nothing to it. I, I, I love, thank, and appreciate Addison Ray for helping me out and putting me in the position that I'm in. But there's really nothing other than that business transaction, really. Everyone everyone thinks there's a story. <laughs> hey, man, really it's business. And nothing wrong with that, man. You know, business is business. So, You've been you've been singing since a young age. One hundred percent. Can you remember the first song that you you sang at like a talent show or in front of people? The first song that I sang in front of people, I skipped the baseball game. I grew up playing baseball. I skipped the All Star baseball game. You know, uh, my whole life when I was little, I was being like recruited and stuff. I played in New Jersey. We hawked in New Jersey. I grew up with all my friends. We all played baseball. We practiced all this stuff, and at the all-star game where we had all the talent ready to go, where everybody was expecting, you know, Alex to pop out and go crazy. Alex is a no-show. Alex is down the block at the talent show. Everybody's like, what? You left the <laughs> game. I left the games to go perform in the talent show. And I sang When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. <laughs> wow. I was stunting. I was stunting for sure. I was going crazy on the stage with the mic. Like, what? I said, well, now is he, man. <laughs> it was lit, though. So were you able to make it back to the game, or was that it? It was done. Nah, uh, no, I was over that. <laughs> I, I performed, and I sat, and I watched the rest of the show. That's crazy, man. That's Because, you know, you see, you know, you, back in the day, I don't want to say back in the day, but, there, you know, in sports, right, there were two sports stars. You had guys right. that played baseball and football. There was a guy right. by the name of Deion Sanders that did both. In the same day, so I was like, maybe you, you might have pulled something off there. You might have made it to the. You might have left the game, came back, you know, had two victories. You know what I mean? You see, that's I'm. I care about me, or at least when I was younger. I mean, still now, to be honest, I'm a perfectionist. So it's like I would have cared about what I looked like, or even what I smelled like. So I was like, yeah, nah. Oh yeah, I'm a style guy. Yeah, 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 I got right, you. I got right, you. Yeah, and, and I chose, I chose the talent show. So and and. I'm forever grateful that I made that decision because it's like that was the first time anybody had ever heard me sing, including my parents. Not even at home did they ever hear me. They didn't even hear me practice for the talent show. Like I literally popped out of nowhere. My whole family came front and center in a huge ass auditorium. It sits, it sits like, I don't even know, like a thousand, maybe over a thousand. Maybe so that's like, like that. to me, that's like sacrifice. You sacrifice. You were like, you know, yeah, I'm playing baseball, but this is what's more important. Right, you know right, I mean? right. This is I what mean, I like, want to be doing. Yeah, at the time, it's like I was young. I was like 12. I, I was 13. I wasn't really like thinking like this is what I want to do with my life, you know? I was just like, yo, baseball is fun, but it's like I want to go perform in a talent show. I don't know why. I just did it. And I performed. Everybody saw it. They were like, oh, wow. Years go by. I never did anything music related. I was going to perform in a talent show, but then I ended up moving to California. Um, and I was going to continue pursuing baseball when I moved to California, but I, I moved to a city where I feel like they weren't competitive as they were in New Jersey. I feel like it was more so about what you look like on the field and like your your image to the other team and teaching you sportsmanship and all that stuff. Like I know I, I know all of that, you get me? But I came from a competitive state where everything was just win. Win and like the 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 stuff that I brought to the team wasn't 
I don't know, right or correct, morally correct, I guess, but it's okay. I made, I made the decision to drop baseball, start making music my junior year, all because my friend dissed me and I made a diss track to him. <laughs> wow. Okay. You, yeah. you, well, he dissed you first. He dissed me first on his song. Oh, so you did you you did what you were supposed to do, like right? I made yeah. it right back. I said, "What? Stop! You came mad crazy." So I, I made a song. I made a song right back at him, and then uh, like the rival, the our rival school started making songs about us, and we made a song about them. And then it was just at that point, everybody really just like they were like, "Oh, your voice sounds like you can do something with music," and it's like. My girlfriend, she always knew I could sing. Like I would sing to her. <laughs> I would sing to her, and it's just like I never really. I don't know. I, for some reason, I don't. I never connected the dots that I could possibly make music until I really graduated, and I didn't. And I went to school, went to college for three days. Boom! First day, we did icebreakers. Second day, we did the map out of the semester. Third day, we started the work. After the third day, I dipped. I got my financial aid check, and I bought a studio in my room. And three songs later, yeah, man. That's <laughs> crazy. But crazy. again, sacrifice. You was like, I know what I really want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this leap. I'm gonna bet on myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna invest in the things that I feel are gonna get me to where I want to be. You know, where right. I believe I want to, where I believe I can be. Um, so that's that's crazy, man. Crazy, crazy story, but I mean, listen, I know I'm the type who I know what decisions I make. I know the pros and the cons, and it's just if you really want something, go get it. I mean, yeah, you just got to do it. It's I tell people that all the time, and it's like it's easier said than done. And it's like it's just me living out my dream that I wanted, you know, subconsciously since I was little, obviously, which is being music. People ask me like, oh, like, oh, like, what did you do, like, and I said, I tell them like, bro, like, there's really like, because I woke up days clueless on what should I do to advance myself today, and that it's just, you gotta just do it. That's the thing. It's hard to, it's, it sounds so cliche, but like, literally, just do it. Like, no, if you I, want something, do it. Yeah, you just gotta do it. Um, and you know, you put some time into. Sometimes you have to like plan, or at least like put some thought into it to see like what are the steps gonna be to do what you need to do. Um, I'm sure before you just went out and bought studio equipment, you figured out what you needed to get, right? And you right. knew what you needed to get. So when that moment came where you knew you needed to, you know, take that right. leap and just do it, you're like, I'm ready to do it. I and like I. The thing about me is that I work swiftly because I'm impatient. So it's like I did it immediately. Like I, I figured out what I needed to get in a matter of an hour. I got, you know, the programs or I loaded up, I got Pirate Bay going and you tore it and I was going crazy. Yeah, I was getting everything for the free. And it's like, yeah, that, that's pretty much the thing. Just do it. Like, that, that's the, that's the basis of it all. Like do it. Like about, there was nights where like, um, there was nights where it was like midnight or 1am and I was going out and I was telling my mom, I was like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go from a snippet in the, in the parking lot. And I would go with my boy, JR. He would let me use his truck and stuff. I mean, the speaker sounded like complete ass, but it's like, bro, like I was filming these snippets and I was vibing and people were vibing with me. And that's all that mattered. I mean, yeah, I think you knew that that wasn't going to be the end. You knew that, okay, this is a starting point. Right. Let me, you know, it might not sound the best, whatever, but... Right. 
I'm going to get to the point where I know it's going to be sounding better. The quality's going to be better. Right. Equipment's going to be better. All that stuff. So, no, I knew, I knew the I knew the quality was ass. You feel me? Like I knew the quality was ass. Like, but that's the thing though. I sold it to the internet perfectly because I knew it sounded horrible, right? Because I don't. I, I'm not an engineer. I didn't know how to mix. I didn't know how to, how to master. And I was the type like before I understood the importance of collaboration. I was the type that I want to do everything on my own because I don't want nobody to tell me that they did something for me. You know. Right. So I was I was making it. I was mixing it, mastering it myself. I was going out to his truck. The speakers were already shot out. Like <laughs> the speakers were shot out. The, the the mix was horrible. But I was on the internet selling it, you know, like doing it, you know, vibing on the camera. And everybody was like, yo, this is kind of good. Like, when are you going to drop it? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to figure it out when I'm going to drop it. But I knew it wasn't because I, I wanted to wait till I got to a platform where I can get someone who's good to engineer it. And, and that, that was that's pretty much what happened with like LK, you know, like after I recorded in my room, mixed and mastered it myself. Or what I would call a mix and master back in the day, um, I I gassed it up on the internet. I gassed it up. Like if you go back to those videos now, listen to the record and listen to the snippet, you're like, yo, that this song sounds crazy. No, like it's a no. But I mean, that's that. That was pretty much what I did. You know, I just everything because the internet. I don't know. It's all about perception. It's just as long as you don't lose yourself like, along the journey, it'll be alright. No, I think that's very important. Like you don't, you never. You never want to lose yourself. It does happen, um, but it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't want to lose yourself. You want to be true to yourself, um, right. and it's nice to have um, some things along the process be organic. And it right. sounds like you know a lot of the growth of your records has been organic. You know, it's, you, right. the, the fans right. determine if they like something or not. You know, you 100%. put it out there. Right. Yeah, and we're not like feeling this. You put it out there and yeah, like there are people who are like, oh, uh, Addison Ray, let's say like someone will comment, oh, this is an ad. They'll be like, oh, this is an ad when Addison danced to it. And it's like, I, I'll sit here and gladly say I paid Addison to dance to my song, but I, I did it so that she could put me on a platform that she had that I didn't, that I knew would pick up because if I had that 23 or 23 million that she had at the time, like I feel like the song would have done well regardless, you know, like if, if they liked it that much it would have done well regardless i didn't have 23 million at the time i had 300,000 like, hey addison please use the 23 million to like hear my voice she did it and the ad that you're knocking down is the ad that you now hear everywhere and hey, it's, it's 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 not even like it's not even like that i'm just trying to i'm trying to be humble about everything because it's like everybody tries to tell me that i'm like I don't know. People tend to tend to make you feel as if you don't deserve stuff, but it's like they don't know what you, they don't know what you went through to get there. No, that's true. They don't. I, they don't. I, they don't. I went nights where I was, was scraping up change to go get McDonald's. No, don't get me wrong. Like my family, my mom made sure we ate every night. So my mom was good, but the thing is, I I would always be out late. So I would always be out late, and I would I wouldn't come home, or I, or I would miss dinner. So like that. That's not even saying. I'm not saying like yo. Like I was like down to my knees. Like I'm not saying right because I, I had a good family. We were good. My just dad, part of the grind, part of the grind, my, my dad, late nights and stuff the, like that. Right. My dad was in the music industry. You know, he, he was an executive, I mean, celebrity industry. He was an executive coordinator. So we was all right for me, but I was the type that I was always out. On, I was out roaming the street doing my thing, and I wanted to get it on my own. So there were nights where I didn't have money, and like I quit my job. And so I was, 
me and my boy JR, we was putting together a few dollars, getting McDonald's, you know. So it's like that's the thing. But people tend to come and knock me like I just yeah, you know, I blew up overnight, but I mean like that song blew up overnight, but I was doing this music stuff for a while. And people tend to make it make you make you feel like, oh, you did it, but you don't deserve it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, trust me, they would switch roles in a heartbeat if they could. You know what I mean? So it's just it comes with the territory. You know what I mean? You can't right. even listen to that, man. Well, man, Lil Zell, <laughs> I appreciate you, man. This has been like a really this was, good. Yeah. This has been one of my more like detailed conversations. You know, like most of them are just questions about like the pop and stuff. And I mean, this one, I feel like I got to talk more and tell you, let you in on a little bit more of my thoughts as opposed to like. Yeah, I told you from the jump, this was going to be, this was going to be a good conversation, man. So right. nah, it has been like, we got, I think what was good was, you know, got a lot of information um, that was detailed because, you know, there's people that don't know, you know, some of the things or some of the things behind um, the success, you know what I mean? And it's good. And even just like letting people know, like sometimes your mindset through the process, um, people like to hear that kind of stuff. So, right. Hey man, I, I appreciate you having me, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I don't know why I'm pretty excited that we had this conversation. Cause I got, you actually got to get a lot more out of me than a lot of the other interviewers did. And it's not because I chose to, it's just because some of the way the questions were, you know, expressed to me or asked, then I just got a different vibe. So I was able to give you a little bit more and I'm happy. I was able to, I'm happy you had me, man. Oh man. I appreciate that, man. I'm a, uh, I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna write that down mentally because I'm gonna be like, all right. If, I, if you say this again, if you t- if I see you say somebody else was your favorite, I'm gonna right, feel out, some type out, of way, man. Check out the interviews. I, I mean, there's been interviews where I say, "Oh, this I had a good interview," but I've never said what I said right now. I'm, I'm oh, a mess. Love, I don't, and I don't, I don't just say it just to say it. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not the type to say something just to gas somebody or just say make them feel good. I, I'm. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the truth. I appreciate that, man. Well, shoot. Chris Karma here, more than a DJ podcast. Lil Zell. We out. We out of here. I appreciate y'all. Go stream MNU all platforms.